to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Shantyman Podcast. I'm Victor Summer, sitting across the table here from Sam Rushton, and I'm guessing that probably, there's probably not too many children that are listening to this. <laughs> no, if your children are listening to this, then well, good on them. <laughs> I mean that that would yeah. be that would be fine. Yeah, but no, so, mostly ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, good, good to see everyone today. So today's podcast, we had two special guests on. Who are our special guests, Victor? Yeah, we were lucky enough to capture Steve Poltz, uh, and uh, in the in the studio with us as well was Patty Quinn, yeah, the voice of the river. Now, let me tell you, if you're just finding us for the first time, and maybe you don't understand uh, why uh, Steve Poltz was here, uh, Eastside Church owns the Vogue Theater. Oftentimes, we have uh, artists um, of all different types, uh, comedians, stand-up comedians, uh, musical artists, theater people. Uh, personalities of all sorts and you know we really thought that since they're in our building and they're here visiting in town it'd be really cool to just put a set of headphones mm-hmm. on put them behind the mic and see what happens so that's what happened with steve poltz and uh i i think you're gonna find this talk really interesting uh sam what, what was your fir- kind of first impressions well not, we, not to give anything away because we're gonna listen to yeah, it like well, right now but well when we first started out i was like oh my goodness where is this this is going downhill very quickly it just had this so awkward, awkward air to it yeah <laughs> but then it very quickly picked up and actually uh steve really all he i mean he didn't beat around the bush when it came to g- interesting questions and, and really it honestly it, it threw me off at times where i was like i'm sure some of my answers to some of his deeper questions sound very like unintellectual or like anyone who there who has like you know probably any study in the bible or any kind of good answers is probably you know, very frustrated with some of my answers because just he just dove in and that's at times. Well, and yeah, and I'll I'll own some of the um, yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> some of the 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 onus for how it started off because I really felt like. I, I wanted to just warm up to it. I didn't want to get into God talk right away. So I thought, you know, let's <laughs> yeah. let's ask him some bit about himself. And I mean, he's on the road like 300 days a year and we might get some interesting <laughs> stories about being on the road as a musical artist. He's a genius when it comes to uh, folk music and songwriting and everything. And I just thought that would be interesting. He was bored to death. I think he was bored and then oh, was like, you know what? I'm going to pick up a level and just start asking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you, and so if, if, as you're listening, you'll <laughs> you'll you'll notice the exact moment when Steve Poltz decided he was done with the conversation and yeah. he was going to take this thing in a different direction. So I, I hope you enjoy. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, please get a hold of us. Um, if you like this episode and you want to see more of it, uh, then uh, get a hold of us as well. Uh, comment. I always say comment below. If you're if you're listening to this on Facebook or you're able to connect with us through Facebook or uh, through our Gmail account, which is. Uh, the shantyman podcast at gmail.com and on instagram at the shantyman podcast all right enjoy this interview with steve poltz and joining us is patty, patty Quinn. Quinn. you're in town you're doing a show tonight at the vogue theater now yes. this is this is your second time back uh to the vogue uh but you've played several times here in on i have uh, on Miramich, in miramichi i have yeah what keeps you coming back i mean you're you're home in the maritimes um you're doing a tour here and, uh, well, 
Yeah, I live in Nashville, but I tour all the time. So if you're in an area, you usually hopefully play every right. night. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you do you do the circuit and and we want to give a shout out to Darren McCormick too because he's been he's been really pivotal in making sure that that we get access to you. Isn't that right? Like he he's dogged about getting you up here on he's the river. He's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he's been great. He has. He So are you you're but you're you're from uh, out east this way then? Well, I was born in Halifax. Oh, okay, I grew right. up yeah, in yeah. Southern California, but now live in Nashville. Okay, so I have uh, dual citizenship. Yeah, but so, I grew up more in Southern California. Okay, yeah, that's a recent move for you to, to where it, to to Nashville. Yeah, yeah, I've been there three years. Oh, okay, good, three years. But um, my relatives and stuff—they were all from halifax Halifax. so you're you got a bit of heart here in uh oh yeah eastern canada yeah yeah i'll see all the cousins and everything oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i like halifax a nice spot there yeah yeah so that's good so you're on tour uh right now through uh eastern canada then are you doing some more shows and yeah i was in ontario first and did a bunch of shows and now i'm out here and i'm playing tonight in uh miramichi and then fredericton and then i've got three nights in halifax Mm. and uh few nights in Cape Breton and one in Berwick, Nova Scotia. And I'm headed oh, back I know to Berwick. Nashville. Yeah. You do? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about what your favorite crowd is. What's your favorite city? <laughs> is it, is it in fact, Mayor Machine? <laughs> My so, favorite city is, I'll tell you what the right answer is. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite city is wherever I am at night. <laughs> Cause He's there's so always something that, uh, no, and that's not even being political. That's like, music's kind of magic mm, and yeah. so you could go you could be in iowa or you could be in australia somewhere like melbourne australia or quad cities iowa and somebody's going to show up and something fun's going to happen because it's music <laughs> so. yeah yeah steve i get the feeling from uh, following you over the last handful of years uh, if i may be so bold as to to throw this one at you but you know there are some artists who record an album put it out and they would consider the tour a grind the necessary evil part of the business but i get the feeling that you wholeheartedly love the road and the road is where it's at for you i do i love the road i it's kind of like they say you get paid for the travel but right. the shows you do oh yeah the shows are the fun part it's the travel right. that can get to you sometimes but if you're just used to it like i am i'm just kind of always on the road i've been on the road for i don't even know how long and, and what would 30 you do years would, maybe would you do two to 20 a year probably a couple hundred dates a year but yeah. when you're doing a couple hundred dates a year it means you're gone 300 days right. because mm-hmm. of the right days you're gone Trail. traveling and stuff mm-hmm. and it might be getting to a festival and mm-hmm. it's some remote area and then you got shows along the way and then at the festival you may have four performances within that mm-hmm. so are you counting that as one right <laughs> right it's right. weird right i i don't keep track but other people do right <laughs> no they do people like numbers and keeping track of stuff i'm not good at that but but at the end of the day and you said the the music is magic earlier at the end of the day yes the venues change and the faces change but the the shared experience when it comes showtime is is, is a fairly universal thing oh it's the best yeah it's wonderful yeah people wherever you play they get into the music they live. yeah yeah is that and, and Game of Thrones? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Steve, Steve just recognized that we get the L, L, LED screen right. playing behind. Yeah, these and are these are places you've been. Uh, we're just, and it's just a, it's just a. I don't no, think so. No, Victor, Victor believes it's it's all CGI, and I oh, say no, it's I, real. I believe no, those no. are real. Those are no, real. CG, yeah, definitely C, drone C, CGI. You're gonna you're gonna footage. see it switch. <laughs> this is a big. You, you've touched on a big controversy on the podcast. Very big controversy. <laughs> so there's gonna be city scenes come up, right. and they are not real cities. Okay. Oh, 
Oh, right. I've seen no, those No, they before. are real. <laughs> and I'm wondering, what city Stu- could that be? And yeah. somebody else told me that the other day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fake city. Okay, now coming back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a question, though. So when you go in and say you're playing a concert, is that something yeah. where you get a lot of, like, I can only imagine with some of your songs how people would, I know for myself when it comes to music and lyrics and stuff like that, I try to write lyrics, but they're garbage, but it, a lot of it has to do with like the emotions or feel or what's going on. I, I assume that you probably have quite a few people too that would come up and relate to some of the things that you sing about or would say, I appreciate this or ask you different questions. Like, do you get a lot of that dialogue that goes with people and like, is that your kind of thing or, uh, or you're like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. somebody will come up a lot of times and go, man, I listen to this record in seventh grade or yeah. I listen to this record last. I love this record. Yeah. I, there's this song that we listen to over and over. This one girl said she listened to one song over and over while she was giving birth. Wow. <laughs> and now when I play the song, I always think of that. And it's, <laughs> That's uh, so cool. Do, do you remember which song it is? Yeah, I do. Wow. Uh, because, and, and the, I only and ask. It makes sense when oh, I listen yeah, to it yeah, now. Yeah, I, yeah, I we, only yes. ask because uh, Sam here across the table is, uh, his wife is pregnant. Right. And oh. we're going to have a live birth yes. on the podcast. So if I knew which song it was, maybe yeah. I could uh, play could that one. You could be the soundtrack to the live birth. You could be a soundtrack to yeah. the live well, it's birth. It's a song I have called License Played Eyes. Absolutely. I made okay. the record in um, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Oh, cool. My buddy Joel Plaskett mm-hmm. produced it. And mm-hmm. so the song License Played Eyes, it's got this thing in the middle where it goes, Ah, you're almost there. Ah, keep it going, keep it going somewhere. Oh, yeah. No ah, way. Yeah. You're at the finish line. And then it goes, it's time. And she <laughs> said it was on baby loop. pops out. And I was like, wow. That's Just trying crazy. to get the, yeah. I'll, I'm going to tell my wife then, is that okay? I can use that song to do the same yeah, thing. Only if she me. wants to use it. Yeah. 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 She may hate it. You know what I mean? I don't expect. Turn that off. I never know what to expect from anyone. I write a lot of different kinds of songs. So sometimes somebody will come up and go, I can't stand that one song verse, but I love this song. Oh, I yeah. like this. They have the urge to tell you what they like and don't like. Yeah. Oh, Do you know what okay. I mean? Or they'll yeah. say something like, you didn't seem like you were really on tonight. Really? <laughs> and then you, in my mind, I might be thinking, that's the greatest show I ever played. And oh, then yeah. Other times I'll think, I'll think it was the worst show I played. And they'll go, that's the best I've ever seen you. Right. So yeah. I've learned to not even question it. Mm-hmm. And as a pastor, I can relate. You, do you realize after Sunday morning, they, the congregation leaves and tells me how I did? Oh, really? Oh, brutal. Sometimes Which is usually brutal. they say he's garbage, from my experience. Like, on their way out the door, they, <laughs> it's true. On the way out the door, they will critique. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll share. It's, wow. Or, or, or like, emails, emails after or something. Oh, yeah. We get yeah. E- I get emails. Yeah. Or, you would probably, I, I would think even the, the bigger you get, the more hate you'd get, like, on social media and stuff, too. There's yeah. a lot of angry people out there who have no, nothing better to do with their time. But, but following along that, and let's just, I mean, you're doing 200 dates. You just said that you're traveling all over the place. I would never walk up to you at the end of the show and say, hey, Pulse, you really mailed that one in. But you're telling me that your folks will do that to you. Oh, yeah. And, and, wow. I, and I get, I get Are both. Are they Catholics? I get, uh, no. <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of recovering Catholics. <laughs> oh. So why? It, it, uh, some, some critical uh, spirits there. Is that what you're suggesting? No, I was yeah. just raised. I was like, that's a good question. And everything. So yeah. I was just wondering, is it me a too. Catholic church? Or right. is it a- you know, uh, steeple people, as I call them, um, You've opened up t- this can of worms. T- this, this is on you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Tend to uh, be, yeah, very, very free. But it, it may also be, I mean, we're moving into, like, you're, you're sharing your heart on stage. And, and mm-hmm. you know, getting back to a, a comment you made earlier on the on the different topics you hit on, Sam was m- just mentioning, because we've just introduced Sam to your music mm-hmm. uh, this week in anticipation of having you here. And, Sam, you, you were saying, like, 
you know, a lot of artists have, you know, a, yeah. a, a single topic that they just nail, yeah. but, you know, you kind of are across the board. <laughs> I was so, I, I, yeah, I was so intrigued with uh, the variety of where your lyrics are going. Cause yeah, like that's what it is. A lot of times it's like this one, like, okay, it's a hardcore band. All they want to do is scream about being depressed or being angry. Or you go to this pop song. It's like, they're just singing about this one girl and that's it. And then I started listening to yours and I was like, every single song is on some different at level of he's talking with this now he's going here now he's so like this one song is a very deep emotional interesting song this song is about fighting at a vegan brunch you know it just goes from like place to place to place and i'm like this is so intriguing like it, it kept me on the next time you know each and every time and like for me that's why i was wondering I was like where does he get so much inspiration and how does he you must take life experiences and then just be like i have to write about every single thing like are you gonna go later and and then like talk like write about the shantyman podcast then because <laughs> we're hoping you do that no i don't know <laughs> no it may come out in some rambling monologue on stage <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, do you like? Is that is that what? How as far as writing music goes, is that is that usually what it is? You just take a lot of life experiences and say, I, I can create this into a story to tell people. I don't even think about it. I just play music and write whatever I want to write. I don't yeah. censor myself ever. Mm. I always tell people write songs that only you can hear, and tell yourself nobody even has to hear this, hmm. and then that'll get you. To, maybe sometimes it'll get you to the core essence mm-hmm. of who you are. Mm. And you might stumble into something really cool and think, oh, I could never play this live. But then you'll think, why not? Okay, yeah. Sometimes it's the songs you think you can never play live that people really react to. Hmm. But I don't know. How scary is that for you, putting putting some stuff out there? Do you, do you I mean, that's a process, it sounds like, for you. you got it's a song not and, scary to me. No. Okay. I just, um, I'll do whatever I want on stage and mm-hmm. talk about anything I want, like, yeah, I used to be scary, I think, but I'm kind of fearless now and I'll do mm-hmm. whatever I want because I like experimenting and seeing what works, what doesn't work. And if it doesn't, you just move on. Yeah. Don't overthink it. And that's what really stuck with me the last time you were here is because I, I didn't know you or your music before landing here. And, and in, the, in the lead up to this, to, to tonight, um, and talking to people, um, I mean, that's, that's what I, I hope, you know, that's what I took away from your last time here was just you on the stage with your guitar. Yeah. I don't, you probably don't have a very clear memory, but I do because we, we had a lot riding on that show. It was kind of, it was kind of our first big sold out show. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, uh, I felt like the crowd, I mean, sold out 320 people. (laughs) I felt like the crowd was not engaged in the beginning uh, with, with just the way the night kicked off and and you were following another, another uh, group. Band. Yeah. And, and I just, I was like so worried. I'm like, oh man, I, I wanted you to have a good experience. And I tell you what, from the first chord you struck, <laughs> like every, even the, even the people who had consumed too much alcohol at the back, they, they turned, right? And, and I, that's what I was telling people, you got to come for the show. But, yeah. but following along that, if I may jump in, you're a pro and, and, and you can read a room hmm. with, with much respect and credit. You you would assess that and go okay I gotta get this train back on the tracks here <laughs> yeah. you know you know what I mean you, like when I was younger I would it might have panicked right and then as I the more shows you play and the more you get under your belt you just go oh okay I say what we got here right and you're like <laughs> okay we better you got to come out sometimes and let them know yeah. right but 
not be a jerk about it, but just come out and give them a reason to listen. <laughs> yes. If that makes sense. I've would tried you, everything. Would, would I've tried you, the, being a jerk. Okay. That doesn't work. No. Okay. Well, it just makes things uncomfortable if you yell at somebody. <laughs> you guys shut up. You we, know what I we've mean? had that too here. <laughs> I don't think that works because what happens is then people will clap because they're angry at a certain person that's been really obnoxious. And mm-hmm. then that person gets angry and then there's tension and it hurts me in the long run because I can't just let that go. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm going, man, was I just a dick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. did I take that too far? And mm-hmm. then it affects what I'm trying to do, which is provide some cool, fun experience. So usually you can let the audience do your work right? if people are being idiots. But for the most part where I play now, people are paying a good ticket price right. and they're coming to hear what I have to say. But I went through zillions of oh. really bad experiences mm-hmm. you have to i bet yeah do you so believe what, in god what yeah <laughs> you yeah. do who me yeah do you y- believe in god yes i do yeah you do yes what is god here we go what is god yeah like what is god to 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 me exactly uh <laughs> <laughs> god is uh god is creator um god is um sustainer of the universe um he's uh, to me he's everything uh, he's personal. He he, uh, he revealed himself uh, to to the world. I believe. How long through, have you believed in God through the person of Jesus Christ since a child? Oh wow! Yeah, were you he, raised Catholic or Christian? No, or I was. I, I'm a recover, I'm a recovering Baptist. Actually, oh, okay. yeah, we were all waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> heavy on the recovering, and you're, you're quite open about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and part of our podcast, Sam and I, this is a, a bit of a um, therapy for us in just working out some of the ways that we were brought up. And I think you know you're touching on something here too. We all have a, a faith history. We all have a faith background, and in different on different levels, we're launching off that foundation. Right? Do you drink? Uh, I do. Do you yeah. drink a lot? No. No, no, I don't. But do you? But here's he, no, I don't drink a lot. Here's here's the. So, I used to, but I don't now. Yes, <laughs> Patty doesn't. Uh, he's and he's the only one that uh, culturally would be allowed to right. in this room. Right? Why? Just I was brought up very fundamental. Oh, the, the, fundamental the, Baptist. Yeah, and gotcha. the building. The building in brackets hard. Was it Pentecostal? No, it was Baptist. It was independent Baptist. And the, uh, the building you're in like right now. There's a lot now, of Pentecostal, though, in the Maritimes, right? There is, yeah. Especially in Newfoundland. A lot of, lot of Protestantism. Yeah. Oh, is that so? Yeah. 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 A lot of Protestantism. Uh, and in fact, you know, <laughs> you're sitting in a building that I was not allowed to attend. I wasn't allowed to go to movies. So I bought the oh, place. crazy. And now my mom can't say anything because I preach here. <laughs> she's still uh, Yep, she's still alive. Yep. Baptist, I mean. Oh, yes. But you yeah. think, I, I think even like with the question you asked, it's interesting how even I think culture can sometimes determine certain things that are like kosher or not. So like if, if you go to a Baptist church in Quebec, I mean, they're all, everyone in their church is drinking, right? So it's not, a, yes. it's not a big deal. Whereas in the Maritimes, you know, it, it, they're not, it's a little different. I, but I find there's, a, like, there's a booze line as you cross from Quebec. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Is that yeah. so? Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. No, no, I'm being Who dead knew? serious. I went, no, to, I, I went to college. Yeah, I, I went to college with some, and it was like certain things, like, you know, they would be fine with saying certain cuss words. And, it, you know, in my mind, I was thinking to like, you know, how I was raised in the church I went in. And I'm like, oh, where we're from in our culture, we don't say those words. And they're like, oh, we drink and that. And it's just what you cross. Yeah, you literally you go to Quebec and some of them were okay with this and that. So it's interesting even there you see culture can sometimes define uh, certain things within the culture mm-hmm. of religion itself. So, Do you believe in God? Do I? Yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah. 
What is God? What is God? Yeah. Uh, I believe God is uh, a spirit who uh, kind of reigns over all and has kind of created it all. And uh, yeah, that's a big question. That's a, that's a hard question to just say, this is it. Because I think with even the context of like, so I read a, a Bible and say, this is what I, I think from the Bible. With, the, with, with Even within the Bible, it's hard to kind of like capture exact, exactly. But I would say overall, like I see God as someone who has shown love and has given love to the people that he did he did create. But do you believe in God? Mm, sometimes. Like, I don't know. That yeah. was in one of your songs I, I listened to today. He said, that was one of your lines, says, I don't know if I believe in God. Sometimes I do. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I feel like there's like a energy force out there, but I don't know. I think religions are a big source of a lot of trouble with people too. Like, so then how would you define it? And then where do you feel like this force or this God would fit? I would picture God it? as, I would define it as like I see God in you and in Patty and in um, all of you. Like, I see like a love. You didn't see me earlier today. There was no God in me <laughs> A today. love force. Like, an idea of like an energy or a spirit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think like a lot of the texts that have been written cause a lot of trouble with people. They're ancient with mm -hmm. Muslims and Buddhists and how do, you feel, how do you feel about Jesus? Christians. I feel like Jesus was a cool dude, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I, sometimes I think he, he it's was. all like He was confirmed. Books. You know, like, I feel like I respect people with what they believe as long as they don't force their beliefs on me or kill someone over it. Mm -hmm. I feel like... I want to know people that are Muslim, just like I want to know people that are Hindu, like right. I want to know people that are Buddhist, that mm -hmm. have a faith. Just like I want to know my atheist friends. I don't, I consider myself someone who prays. I like the idea, I want there to be a God. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, Why? I do because I like the idea that there's something bigger than us out there, but I think mm -hmm. that, I was raised in such a strict Catholic church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy when I still go into a Catholic church. Like I feel, I do feel a sense of solemn, solemnity, solemnity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you say solemnity? I don't know. A solemn. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. State. Yeah, okay. a solemn state. Yeah. And I like the rigmarole of dipping my hand in the holy water and sure, making the yeah. sign of the cross yeah. and getting right. on my knees praying for someone. I also think it's really easy when I'm around other people of faith, like being in Turkey or Istanbul and seeing a bunch of people call to prayer on their knees yeah. at a certain time of the day and hearing the music. I could also be in a room like that and feel some sort of spirit or it, it's the orthodoxy of it. Gandhi right? yeah. or yeah, or yeah. Russian Orthodox yeah. or Jewish people. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that too. You know, like, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to exclude that. Like no. I love the idea of, I love the idea of love, of a loving God. Um, I don't like the idea of a punishing God. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of a God that's like loving and 
accepting. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago, you had a great song where you were working a deal with God to trade out for Muhammad Ali and Leonard Cohen and all that. Is for that, Donald Trump. Right, for Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> we'll travel down that road in a second, but is that... No, we won't. Is that poetic license, uh, Steve Poltz, or is that lapsed Catholic Steve Poltz working a deal with uh, mm. the Almighty? Hmm, interesting. It's another example of me just writing whatever I right. feel at the moment okay. because I was at a festival in Australia and I met a girl from Ireland and she said, will you come play my festival? And I said, sure. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump had just won the election mm-hmm. and Leonard Cohen had just died. Yeah. Oh, yes. So Leonard Cohen died right after. I don't know if he died right before <laughs> Donald Trump won or right after. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check yeah. the election results and when his death was. <laughs> right. I'm sure you guys have a lot of assistants who yeah, can we'll check back, that Yeah, we'll back that up and, then <laughs> and uh, it'll be in the show but notes. All I know is the girl said, um, yeah, come to Ireland, but I don't know if they'll let you back in the U.S., because I had been on stage saying, I hope he doesn't get elected. Right. And then <laughs> they said, to, and then I said, I'd trade Donald Trump for Leonard Cohen mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And then she said, that sounds like a song title. So <laughs> right. I just went, it was more like humor. Look, I, I have friends that voted for Trump. Yes. Very good friends. Yes. I don't want to hate them. I don't want to hate people. You know, I argued with people after it. And you know what it did? How many minds it's changed? Right. None. Right. Everybody's picked who they want and they have their reasons and I get it. And there's so much other stuff I can spend my time on that I don't want to give. I only have so many sunsets left in my life that I don't want to give all this time to him and be angry and let him live rent free in my head. And the Mm -hmm. States is so good at bringing God into those conversations too, which, which is that's always a problem. Problem. I, I don't want to get too geopolitical here, but it's easy for us to sit up here and look down. Oh yeah. At Trump. And the conversation we had the last time uh, before your last gig in here, if you recall that, uh, it was in the heat of Trump just winning the election. But how do they view Trudeau and what's going on here? Because the that's Trumpers? Ta- yeah, that's taken a shift uh, because uh, when when Trudeau was elected, he was like the patron saint. Oh, oh yes. I, sorry. Pun intended, I guess. <laughs> but but now I would say that you guys are viewing us up here and what's going on up here. And you're going, man, they're well, crazy Well, here's up an there. example. Okay. I have a friend who is... I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. He's a great friend. Mm-hmm. I probably talk to him every three days. Mm-hmm. He's a right winger who voted mm-hmm. for Trump. <laughs> and he knows how I am. I don't feel like arguing with him, mm-hmm. but he will mention Trudeau. And since you asked, I'll say, that Please. guy is an idiot. Yeah. Can you believe he wore those clothes in India? <laughs> yeah. Because he, he watches Fox News. Right. And that's where he gets his talking points. And Fox News will show ad nauseum a picture of Trudeau and his family oh, dressed up it's in the only clothes. one they have right. right now they'll play right into that hand all day long and that's what they do and they'll think Canada's a socialist country not even knowing that America has welfare not even knowing yeah. that America has right. social security that they want that they want actually health care and these mm-hmm. people are poor they're saying I don't want to be some socialist yet they need the health care Who's going to come put out their fire? That's a socialist program. Yeah. When the fire people come. And it's like, you have to take care of people. I think what's happened too is people are scared to talk about religion. They're scared to talk about Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We got to have these conversations and not come into them with a hateful mind. Mm -hmm. And I love asking people if they believe in God. I ask audiences it sometimes, (laughs) but I'd like to do it in a funny way. And I'll say, man, most of my friends are atheists. I'm too scared. I go, you got Geico? And then I'll say, <laughs> what if this stuff's real? Yeah. But when I look at it, right. it's really easy for my Christian friends to mock Mormons. 
Yes. And I've, ha- I've mm. seen this a lot, like Catholics yeah. or Christians, yeah. you know, hardcore Christians even, they'll say, oh, those Mormons. Well, you know, they'll go, well, you know, it's a cult. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, go, a, that's, he a crazy, had, yeah. that's a crazy <laughs> story. Go, he had to put on special <laughs> glasses so that he could read the things. It's like a comic book. And I go, and then I'll go, well, what about Jesus walking on water yeah, and making right. loaves of bread? <laughs> I, I, That's a comic book superhero move too. And then they get mad and they'll look at me and go, well, I'm just calling it like you're saying it. What about this religion? Are Muslims a cult? Are Buddhists a cult? Are Hindus a cult? Is it Jewish? Are they a cult? They killed God. Are we supposed, they killed Jesus. Are we supposed to hate them? <laughs> right. And I'll ask these questions because I really want to know and I'm not even being a smart ass. No. So I like the idea. Mel, Mel of, Gibson asked the same question. Got him in trouble, by the way. He did. <laughs> but I love discussing God. I love yeah. discussing Trump. And I, I've learned to not get angry because why should I? Here's the, the real deal. Do you think if a friend of mine likes the Habs mm-hmm. and I like the Leafs, why am I going to hate them? Right. right. What, what good's that going to do? We picked a team, and that's all politics really is. It's a team. <laughs> Religion is a team sport. If you think about yep. it, yep. you know, you got your Catholics here. You got your, and the Catholics will make fun of the Protestants. The Protestants hate the Catholics. They'll blow each other up, especially in Ireland. Back right. in the, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look at all the genocide that's been. And then the Muslims, if they're really hardcore. And yep. I, think I don't know. It can go on and on and on, but we got to talk about this stuff. Yeah. These are serious conversations that need to be broached with sane. Well, I mean, I'm watching these people come in, and I feel that some of them have been emboldened by Trump's uh, right wing ideology mm-hmm. and hatred that he spews, and they're coming in and shooting up synagogues. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not blaming that on Trump. Yeah. I don't want to lay that whole thing because it's really easy to, for people to do these things where they go, Trump is Hitler. Trump caused this to happen. But I will tell you this, there is a, there's a meanness down in the United States and maybe Trump has made it more okay for people to be mean to each other. Now, somebody else could say, Oh, that's a bunch of PC bunk. And they'd start yelling at me, but I'm like, or maybe he just is a symptom of what was already out there. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, I, I kind of saw that because I, I grew, I, Spent my my college years in the states. I married an American. Okay. Uh, my wife's from Colorado. I spent a lot of time listening to um, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, you did back, when you were there back in the day. Oh, I loved him. Yeah. Did you? Oh, Whoa. yeah. Charismatic taking, taking, guy, right? Taking on the taking on the left with half his brain tied behind his back. That's no what I used to say. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, and and I recognize that like very cl- and coming from Canada too, very clear lines left and right christian non-christian like it was a it was a political thing and and but i recognize now and tell me if you see it too and 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 i i see it at least that churches are trying to move away there's a lot of large congregations that are growing uh and i'm talking about in in the evangelical world that are moving away from that and they're not they're not wanting to be that political force uh they're really wanting to you know, obviously, as Christians and as evangelicals, we want to introduce people to faith in God through Jesus Christ. I mean, that's that's our shtick. I, I, you know, I'm very open on the podcast. That's while we want to have a conversation with people and and have an open conversation. This is what I believe, and you're, if you're interested in hearing about it, I, you know, I'd love to share and love to hear your story. That's that's what we do. But you know, I think a lot of them are wanting to move away from that, uh, at least in church world. Where do you see the future of the Catholic Church as the years go on and younger people 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if you look in the Philippines or something, or in Hispanic countries, it's still pretty strong. I'm wondering in the United States, as people get older, younger kids, because I've seen like younger kids, for instance, in San Diego where I live, they would start attending like The Rock, mm-hmm. these churches called yeah. The Rock, mm-hmm. where they had like bands playing, and it's like yeah. a hip. Every Pentecostal service. church is called The Rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like these are like really. A oh yeah, hip type service. Yeah, and they're rocking they and rolling. They seem to be making a lot of money too, mm-hmm. and all these churches are tax free as well mm-hmm. in the U.S. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know where do you see the the Catholic Church headed? Is it going to become obsolete one day, Patty? What do you do? Well, you want, you're you're the you're the only other Catholic in the I, room. I am lapsed Catholic at best, but um, I, you know what? I, I can only tell you what I know here, Steve. The the local is the proper term diocese. Is that the correct yeah. term? Yep. Which is out of St. John here has gone through in the last, I don't know, two, three years. And again, I, I may have that all skewed, uh, but they're literally, they have thrown uh, darts at the map, if you will. And they're, they're closing churches because the younger folks aren't there. And uh, maybe I'm one of them. I'm 43. Um, but uh, I tell you, they're, 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 they're in a troublesome spot for sure. What would it, what would it take? And I'll ask you both this. What would it take to get you back? Uh, look at uh, if they could get. Uh, I, I I struggle. Well, if 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 I'm being honest, I struggle with the. I don't know if suppression is the word, but uh, it, it it bothers me that uh, there are no such things as women priests. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, come on, it's 2019. I struggle with the sweep it under the rug scandals, and you know what I'm speaking about. That that can't help but bother mm-hmm. most people right. um, because you know. They got that. It shouldn't have happened, A. And B, the handling of it was just atrocious and wrong and throwing money to... They should have been allowed to get married. Yes, absolutely. Sure. 100%. So, so Steve, you already mentioned that, that you're, there's, there's a part of that that really appeals to you. you know. And, and, and I've, we've talked about this before because Miramichi is very much what we would call once-churched. So yeah. people, whether you're Protestant or Catholic, you have this. That's a good term. You have this, <laughs> you, you know, you have this, this part of what you experienced that's really special to you. And, and you'll go back a couple of times a year, Christmas, Easter, and Mother's Day to try right. to capture that again, right? So, so let me ask you the same question. What, what would, to, to, to be considered, a, you know, adherent or, or even for you to boldly say you're a Christian or Roman Catholic again, um, or maybe you do. I don't want to put words in your mouth. What would you? What, say, would, what, other, what else would you like to see changed? I think, yeah, the priest should have been able to get married. Mm-hmm. I think that that caused a lot of mm. troubles. And man, I don't know. I don't really like organized religions that much. I yeah. still would call myself a Catholic because I grew up that way, and I feel like it was brainwashed into me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like the idea of praying, and I love meditating, and. I like trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and yeah. Do you know what I mean? You must, see, you must see that. As, it's interesting that you use the term brainwash. You must see that, you must <laughs> see that as pro- problematic, right? For like people coming up. I don't know if, Patty, you'd say the same thing. Uh, me and Vic, if we would assess that idea of like, uh, so I'm about to have a baby and I'm thinking long term, you know, there's a degree where I want to be able to take my child and say, this is what I believe and see as what I think is truth, but I can't. I can't force them to, to be in that spot because like, I think a lot of people we've talked to and the reason even with this podcast is we're saying to, to a lot of people who have been hurt by the church or have a lot of big problems with the uh, like organized religion and that kind of stuff where they haven't had the opportunity to kind of really deal with that 
and, and kind of process it and come through that. So you might, do you see that then as problematic, that idea of like brainwashing? Do you feel like that's, that's a problem that we have currently in church with Christians? And well, stuff like that? I think like a parent can tell their kid anything. You can tell the kid Santa Claus is real. And then all of a sudden one day you go, guess what? <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah. And then you could say a child could grow up in um, India and they could grow up honoring Krishna or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't name all the gods and everything. And they go, that's what they believe because their parents told them that. And they truly believe that. I mm-hmm. I ride with so many different nationality cab and Uber drivers and Lyft <laughs> yeah. drivers that yeah. I always ask them about religion. Yeah. Like I always say, do you believe in God? Like we have the, I have the best discussions with people mm-hmm. driving around because I'm mm-hmm. always around somebody from another country. Yeah. And I go, you do? Were you raised that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's so many different ways to look at it. So if you raise a kid, you could raise them. Like for me, is brainwashing is probably the wrong term. I, you know, but I know what you mean, though. I was raised force fed, perhaps. I was a Catholic. I was an altar boy. Right. I made my first communion. I made my first confession. I right. made my confirmation. Mm-hmm. You went to Sunday school. You went to catechism. The yeah, whole nine years. I went yards. to catechism right. on right. Wednesday nights. Yes, and then. If I still walk into a church, I feel you do the, it. You do I, the, and you do the mechanics of it all. And if an ambulance even goes by, I'm like a nun. I sometimes make the sign of the cross sure, and say yeah. a quick prayer for someone. Yeah. Right. Because I'm like, all I'm trying to do I'm is... i like a nun. <laughs> you know? I know what you mean. But I find a lot of humor in it, <laughs> sure. too. Yeah. And I'm sure some people would find that offensive. Yeah. You know, some people get really offended if you question God. But if you're really honest about it and go, yeah. And you say, do you believe in God to me? And I go, sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes well, I we, don't. Well, we, we make fun of Christians all the time here. Oh, you this do? Pod. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you yeah. still like Rush Limbaugh? Uh, oh, I haven't listened. Is he still a thing? Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, I'm, 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 I'm at a, I feel I'm like you're the, over there I'm hearing the Rush Limbaugh loop. for the first time. I literally have written down Rush Limbaugh <laughs> oh with question marks to go, we I gotta, know what I'm doing after this podcast. He's going and looking up. whole hate. But to me, he was so passionate about about politics because I in Canada, of course, I'm I'm 18, 19 years old. I'm okay. just discovering this whole full of piss and vinegar, this, uh, as we full say. of piss and vinegar, right. this whole thing. So I, was, <laughs> I got all over it. But let me I, I just want to get back to your to okay. your question. Um, you know, you asked, what's the future of the Catholic Church? I really think Reformation is the future. I, I think there's oh, the word I'm looking I, for. I think I think Thank the you. Catholic Church will reform. Gotcha. Um you know, it, it, it did 600 years ago, and I think it... I had a, I had a friend uh, made, a, made a Facebook post and listed all the things, his demands for the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And of what he would like to of see. Of what he would like to see what happen. Were some of them? Yeah. Well, you mentioned all of them. You, you, Catholic, the priest should be able to marry. Right. Uh, we need to be more open Do and honest. they accept gay people now? Open and honest. No, I, I don't think that was one of them, but it may have been. Does the Catholic Church accept gay people yet? Some some would I would some do, I would yeah. guess yeah some would you know things like um, I'm a weddings wakes and funerals kind of guy <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Easter things like they they should Not base, even. they should oh, base yeah. if they're going to be if they're going to base their their faith on the Bible then stick to the Bible these these things which you go back to the Reformation that that was Martin Luther's big push like we we can't have tradition trump the word of God. If we believe that the Bible is the word of God, then let's set our lives from it. If we believe that Jesus was the ultimate revelation of who God is, then let's, let's find out what he was all about and follow that, you know, and just kind of strip everything down. But we've been reforming as Protestants, we've been reforming all along. And I think when you break down that hierarchy, 
and and the and the politics mm. and take some of the money away, <laughs> the money control and the power and control, you allow a congregation uh, and people to reform. I, I reformed. I, I think differently. I have different ideas culturally, although my my orthodoxy hasn't changed much about what I believe about right. God and Jesus and so on. But you know, I, I think that's probably the next step if there's any hope for it at all. And and I that's the next step, and that's the hope for you know. For, my, for for all, all the churches that I love. And just to go backwards, I think you were given a gift here by Victor. I think there's a song in that term, Once Churched. I think that's something that's... that's <laughs> new song title. You're going to be in your next Uber or Lyft in some <laughs> yeah. foreign town going, you know what? I'm going back I, to that uh, one. I'd, I'd throw... A, I'm going to put a little bit of pushback maybe. Uh, uh, just in the sense of like, I On think... Who, some, who are you fighting with around uh, the table? All of us. Not, okay. I'm not fighting anybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to put a pushback to maybe some of the things. I think we're we are saying certain things that maybe like would rub us the wrong way towards the church, like priests not being able to get married. But I, I don't know. I would honestly think from even a bit of my own experience of my, you know, ins and outs with church. I personally think it goes deeper than that. I, I, I would highly doubt that if that was the only thing wrong with church, then you would never be a part of Catholic church. I, my guess is that probably with most people that pull away, it's probably bigger things than just simply that, right? Sure. It could be a bunch maybe combined, but I think it probably gets to the heart of the issue. So I think even in that statement that you would make, I think it probably goes deeper into, it's not just the fact that priests can't be married, but it's almost something maybe that would trigger. Like, I think there's something fundamentally wrong with God's system or with the way religion, as you said earlier, organized religion, how they would set up a certain structure outside of this. So I think it probably it's like a heart, a, a deep, not a heart issue, but a deeper thing of not just one thing, but overall there's some sort of functional, I don't know, break within how, how, our understanding of God should be and how we live our lives within, mm. within that. And I'm, I'm wondering even if we, even if we were giving a very clear picture of who God is, like no doubts, he showed up here at, in the projection room of the Vogue Theater, completely revealed his character to us. I'm wondering how many of us around the room would be like, oh, I'm good with every bit of who God is. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Like there may be a part that we like, nah, I don't like that part of God. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm not down, I, you know, too, too, too judgy or whatever, too judgy. <laughs> you know? And, and so when, as I talk to people, a, a lot of times when I'm like, okay, why have you rejected Christianity or why, you know, why do you okay, not go to church? What if a gay or, person, they say, this is why, because, um. Yeah, well, that we, they wanted to re-educate me. And we, send me we, away to a we have. Hmm. I mean, the two big questions that I'm confronted with is why does Christ, why do Christians hate gays, hmm. and why do bad things happen to good people? Let like, me jump in there. You hear are, that in your day to day? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's and, heavy. and and churches and, and churches as well. Not every day. No, no. But <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that out there open and honest but but as but a as, topical issue oh absolutely and okay. church and churches that are really struggling with why they're losing numbers and they ask their community these these are the two top perceptions mm-hmm. i guess it's this it's it's things like like sam buddha judge no he's a guy running for president in the u.s in this next election He's a really interesting character because he's very faith-based, yet he's a Democrat, and Democrats traditionally aren't as faith-based. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's gay, and he's also a veteran who went to Afghanistan. Right. Wow. And he, he's trolling Mike Pence, the vice president of the U.S. on Twitter <laughs> wow. and saying, because Mike Pence is like all about, well, gays should be, uh, they shouldn't 
be allowed to have anything, no rights. They should be sent and re-educated. Says Pence. Yeah, Pence right. is very hardcore right. Christian. Right. And this guy's like, that's not the God I love. Right. The God I love made yeah. me. Why would the God I love make me? And he's gay and he's married. And a veteran. And he's a veteran. Yeah. He's, he's talking about veterans' there. rights. And he's Christian, wow. very Christian. Mm. Yeah. And he talks about his faith. And he's very eloquent. He's only 38 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by the yeah, guy that, right that, now because the U.S. swings so different directions. And for a guy like Trump to have gotten elected as such a crazy outsider. Yes. Yeah. I could easily see this next the, guy. The pendulum could swing the other way. Steve, are you going to be running for president next year, in the next election? I would never want to be president. I, I wouldn't want all that hatred directed at me. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's true. right. Yeah. I wouldn't. You think you have trouble with people telling you how you did on a after a concert? Oh, yeah. yeah. The church is always kind of moving and progressing and changing and flexing and different things. And people are saying, this is wrong. This is wrong. Like, Victor, you said you weren't allowed to go into the theaters. Things are kind of moving and shifting and changing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I I guess I would just try to be humble enough to say, I probably don't have all the answers. I'm not going to claim to have all the answers. I'm going to try to find the best I can to have a conviction and have a few answers for myself. But outside of that, the highest thing that I want to kind of follow after would be, would be Jesus and to see and to kind of put my faith in him. And then from there, allow myself to kind of learn and grow and not be too proud to think that it's like, if I say X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z must be right or wrong. And so right. I think that's maybe a bit of the problem too, where you have a lot, especially if people are in power, they move to a place of power and they say, this is X, Y, Z and that's that. And Don't then it man. causes a lot of, instead of maybe instead of saying, yeah. trying to, trying to promote just X, Y, Z, it's like saying, this is what's the heart of, so for instance, Christianity, I believe in Christ. Um, what is the heart of Christianity? Is it XYZ or ABC? And so I think I would want to move towards a place of seeing what is the true heart of, of who Christ was and what are some areas that we can all say, we, I'm not going to necessarily stick myself on this because there's no point. Yeah. Like, what's the point in, in that area? Yeah. Steve, you said something earlier, which I totally can get on board with. And I think we would agree on a lot of different things. But if we were, in fact, made in the image of God. Right. Right. Which as the, that's biblical. Mm-hmm. Right. It, all, if God is creator, he made us all in the image of God. Whether you believe in God, whether you believe in Jesus, whether you call yourself a Christian, you're no less made in the image of God. And that's what, that, that was a big eye-opener to me when I get out from underneath my fundamental roots because it, it was black and white for me growing up. Right? Is it your own church? You have? This, yeah. What we're trying to do as well, we're trying to break down this whole idea if you're part of Eastside Church, you come on Sunday morning. Because we, we, we run the cafe across the street. We, we open the Vogue Theater to whoever wants to use it. Tonight you we're, run the cafe, the yeah, coffee shop? Yeah, across yeah. the street. The church owns that. He too. runs this whole corner. Well, and I think as a, as a, as a, a, a means of enlightening Steve, uh, your, one of your great phrases is Eastside Church is, and I, I'm paraphrasing, finish it for but, me. Yeah, we want to matter to more than just the people that show up on Sunday. So, so we have, we have people. That's not the one I thought you were going to say. Or or for people who, for people who don't like church. Oh yeah. We're, we're, we're a church for people who hate church. Right. There you go. That's Um, it. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I have a lot of things I say all the time. (laughs) I get sick of hearing my own voice sometimes. You're a church for people who hate church. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Just to finish my thought. So I see, I see God in everyone. 
whatever anybody is, I don't mind as long as they're not hateful. Right, mm-hmm. right. Something about church, though, in this mindset, maybe I know you'd have and I would have in general about church is like this idea of it's funny who comes in to your service. So if you think of it this way, the same, it's, it's like a lot, a lot of times I think we put like levels of what I'll label as sin. Uh, whether people understand what that term means or not is like one is greater than the other so that way you could have somebody who may we'd say you're welcome to our church because you're you're this right so someone who could be like a pathological liar is allowed in but Mm -hmm. maybe someone who is gay isn't so what what i would move towards is that all people coming in is jesus is saying i want i want to have a relationship with you whether you're you 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 have this this or this. So I think sometimes like the the church world has done a poor job of saying this is like a worse thing than yeah. this. Whereas I can see maybe in a certain sense like yeah I think it would be worse for me to to murder you than lie to you if that makes sense. But as far as the way that we see what the actual heart of is all people have things we're all broken we all have things that are wrong and we're all working through different things in life mm. so in that perspective i think i don't think it's any more uh, allowable for a liar to walk into a church than it would be for somebody else right do you think god like the you know like the whole idea of karma mm-hmm. mm. is karma real or is it something that we just bring upon because we're just like, somebody could be like a total jerk and then eventually something comes back to them. And then oh, that's my first question. The other one, does God, if God really exists, does God give us challenges? God, yep. You Do you know what me. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And how does he know to even waste time on one person when there's like a whole bunch of people starving over here? These are great podcast topics. These, are you taking uh, notes? Yeah. We got to have Steve back. Uh, no, this has been enjoyable. Yeah. I know that these Sto- are two, this could go way down a rabbit hole. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out for your next one. Sto- no, yeah. you got to store up all these questions. And then when you come back to do a show again, it'll be like, yeah, Steve. I didn't know we were going to talk religion. It is, <laughs> Steve, is this a real bridge we're looking at? Yeah, behind that's, that's yes. right. That San Francisco. That's Golden Gate no, for no, sure. Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, yeah. so is Victor's it a, is, it a, is it a real image? I think so. Yeah. That, exactly. Heck yeah. That rock outcropping looks familiar to you? Yes. Okay. All right, I thought this was a trick question. Then it's God real. <laughs> yeah. you, as I peer over our shoulders in Golden Gate in San Francisco, the last time you and I connected here, and we're going to draw a line in the sports stand here, we're going to get off topic here for a minute, fellas. You still all Padres? Because I'm a big Giants guy. A I San like Diego guy. he reformed. I love Bruce Bochy, and if he could win oh, one more World Series oh. title, I'd love it. I Amen. love the Dodgers, too, because I grew up a Dodgers fan, oh. and then I moved to San Diego and became a Padres fan, and it's not right because they're all National <laughs> League West teams. Absolutely. It would be like, it's just schizo to say that, but right. the Dodgers were my first love. So you grew up listening to Vince Scully, which, yeah, I mean, that's my on. dad's team. Yeah, unbelievable. And I love my dad, and he's 89. I'd love to see the Dodgers win this year because I don't know how much my dad has left. Sure. I know personally know Dave Roberts, the manager, Beautiful. and he called my dad when he was in the hospital this last year. Come on. I got him to call him, and I called wow. Dave, and he was like, said, I want to talk Dodger baseball with you. I know Bruce Bochy really well. Wow. Um, I don't know the Dodgers manager. I don't live in San Diego anymore, but I still love the pods, too. See, I'm a Giants guy, and I find it uh, wildly odd. I have a really bizarre story as to why I'm a Giants guy, but it's, it's so bizarre living out here where we do, where every game in our world is either at 11.05 or 11.35. <laughs> it's just yeah. ridiculous because the time change. Four-hour time change. Yeah, I, I might be lucky to see really 20 games a year. 
You no. get up at 3.30 a.m. for your job. Well, that's so true, too. Yeah, That, that might be so the a other. a 1 p.m. game is great for you. A Absolutely. 1 p.m. Game. Absolutely. A 105 start. You can go to church and watch a game. <laughs> so Nashville, I got to ask this. I, uh, I'll, I'll appeal. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. For, for Steve for Steve shows, I do. Okay. Yeah, I, haven't, right. I haven't crossed the threshold on the we're, go, we're going to I'm church. I'm working on that. I'm, I'm go, a work in progress. We're going to church tonight in about an hour. You we got to get you to your gig. You're, real, you're on. Yeah. Oh, are you coming to the show? Yes. Oh, cool. yes. Real quickly, uh, I got to get this one in Nashville. You're a Preds guy? I like him because I live there. Right. You buy I, into the hype? I'm a fake hockey fan. I, love, <laughs> I act like I like it. No, I like it, but I'm not... Hardcore. I'm not hardcore. If somebody starts really talking and they go, oh, you're that... What do you think of what they did with blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah? Then the, I'm busted and I look like yeah, yeah. the caddy way at the canary. And I'm like, I don't really know how to answer what you're saying. Right, right. I'm, I wanna, I'm a wannabe hockey fan. Well, it's hard the, to the, follow every sport. Yeah. And, and is PK the, the man in uh, Nashville? Yeah. PK Subban? Yeah, yeah. he's the man. Yeah. I had heard the litmus test is if you know more than three players, you can name three. Is that right, <laughs> like Patty? That. Yeah, more than three. If you can name more than three players, first and last name, you're, you're, a fan. you're you can classify yourself as first level fan. I'm a wannabe Habs fan. Pat, Patty really? would be like because I like, I just love the idea that there's such such an old uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, sure. And most Stanley Cups, the whole nine yards. I like it. Les Ab- habitants. Absolutely. I think yes. there's, there's something cool about it. There's something it. exotic about that, too. And I I'm agree. a wannabe Leafs fan because they haven't won in so long. Man, that's Hatfields and McCoy's material. There. I know it is, and I tell people that. But it, wouldn't it be cool if they won? Yes. Oh, my. That's gonna Aren't be you guys great. all Boston Bruins that, fans up here? Oh, no. Oh, no. come on now. Oh, okay, you're Habs. You've been like hanging a, around with Pi O'Reilly too long is what's going on. That there. was Pi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Had the, are you a Habs? You know what? Again, I'm going West Coast. I'm an Oilers guy because I grew oh up in the 80s and Gretzky, oh, was, Gretzky was almighty, as you okay, well know. Gotcha. Yeah, That's so. cool. What about you? I wasn't allowed to look yeah, at see. sports. Oh, no, come religion. on. What? <laughs> no, oh, that's yeah. not true. But I, I mean, there was some, there was probably something to Saturday night. What's happening? having to get up early for church Sunday and what about you uh, my gr- grandfather started the trend of being a Habs fan so it was my grandfather passed yeah, on my dad yeah. passed it on to me and my brother so my brother's a big hockey Habs fan I would probably not classify myself as a Habs fan because they've they've changed since like 10 years ago when I watched it so I probably can't even name three players so are your gigs in Halifax that are coming up that like this uh, whether you know or not uh, massive tournament happening there right now the Memorial Cup getting underway this week like massive that city is going to get turned upside down. I'm are you, you going Carlton? I'm playing three nights at the Carlton. Oh, so you're right there. Out. You're yeah. right there. Wicked. Oh, yeah. Good you're for gonna you. Get, you're going to get some hockey in. What's the Memorial Cup? Sorry. Oh, for the love of God. Memorial what? Cup. There's three major junior hockey leagues. Quebec, <laughs> Ontario, Western, and then the host Halifax Mooseheads. Oh, okay. So here I, we go. We have the Halifax Mooseheads hosting. Yeah. Ruin Aranda Huskies. Northern Quebec is the Quebec major junior representative. Okay. Guelph Storm for the Ontario Hockey oh, League. Oh, yeah. And last night, uh, Prince Albert Raiders defeated Vancouver, which is the smallest town in the league, beating the biggest market in the league. So Prince Albert beat, uh, and you're going to be right there, man. You got a front row seat for it. That's fantastic. I'm kind of jealous. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know what it was either, Sam. But I'm glad you asked. You didn't know what the Memorial Cup was either. <laughs> Listen, I know you're never going to invite us on yeah, the run. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're never invited on. Never the run. invited. You should okay. go on his radio station and talk God. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. And that'd be great. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> and do it. And, and segue, segue, Steve, just the way you did. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Do you believe, do you believe in, God? in God? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Right. I, well, I, when I, you guys I, mentioned that, I was like, "Why are we wasting time with this other stuff?" I'm glad you. I want to talk about me. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did, man. Just get to it. I have one real quick one. If you'll uh, allow yeah. me, this after all, so many gigs and so many years on the road, do you, and I'll paint a picture here. 1998 saw Van Morrison the Halifax Metro Center. It was in 1998. 
you guys weren't concert goers. <laughs> but in 19, I was eight. In so. the mid to late no. 90s, every show was 20 to 35 bucks. This is when shows took a leap to 80 to 100 dollars. Okay. So you're putting out some serious coin. Yeah. Morrison comes into the Halifax Metro Center. I mean, unreal. Kim Stockwood opened up for him, as a matter of fact. Great band. Van Morrison's got a whole canon of great songs, as you well know. And he doesn't play Moondance. Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah, he hates that song. I, but, 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 I, and I get it. I, I do. But the guy who paid the 98 bucks for the ticket in the lower bowl uh, of the I Metro Center. Do that. That's what I'm saying. Do you get sick of playing songs? I took a long way around to get no, there. No, I'm a different performer, but I don't begrudge him for not playing it. I think it's kind of funny. He hates the yeah. song. I guess so. I, I'm not going to sit there and pillory him. And, See, I, I got and, real judgy. Go, I got real judgy. I, I don't, I've, I don't want to be judgy, so I'm like, Hey man, I'm just going like I. So many people hate Dylan when he they see him live, and I'm like, that guy wrote these songs that to me are like gospel. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. some of what Certainly. he was saying. And so if Van doesn't want to play it, I can't expect him to. For me personally, my own work ethos, I'm going there to give people a show, and if they want to hear a song, I'm going to play them it for the most part, unless it's a song like. Like I used to want to push the boundaries and I would play songs and I would drop F-bombs on stage and that mm -hmm. was just where my head was at. Mm -hmm. But as I've gotten older, I felt that there were more creative ways to say things. And But I just didn't ever censor myself for what I was mm -hmm. writing. And for me, it was all just fun and games and a joke. I just think like a lot of times we've made stuff, we've made these words that are bad words mm -hmm. these are bad subjects and it makes us more unhealthy yes and we've really got to be able to discuss things and talk about stuff that's where i want to see religion go although there may be a couple of edits on this podcast i don't when you yeah, listen i don't to mind it at all please do <laughs> no i i just you're absolutely right and yeah. i just think that uh if somebody's coming to hear a song and it was like silver lining or something right. i'm like yeah man i want to play i want people to be happy but i'm a people pleaser that's a whole nother thing I've yes, had to deal right. with. And, and, you know, Van Morrison, he's going to do what Van Morrison's going to do. And I understand, but I also understand your point of view and somebody being mad. He'll hear, allow me to finish on that one and I'll move on to one more quick one. Like for the three minute song that it is, busted out. You know what I mean? I think he 10, should 10,000 people are waiting for it. <laughs> do I think he should do it? Yes. Am I... Let's but, call him up. Do you know him? Can we call him? I don't know him. No. If I'm going to go see him, I'm definitely not going to expect him to do it. It's like going to see Bob Dylan. You don't even recognize the song he's singing anymore. Absolutely. Oh, really? It's become something totally different. Uh -huh. The way his phrasing is, everything. He's like, yeah. and you're like, wow. and then you go, oh, and then I'll go, just like a woman. Yes, he does. Like, oh, he's doing just like a woman. Right, right, right. So before he let into it, I'm like, and then he eventually, you recognize what it is, but I'm still going to see him uh, and I'm going to cry when he walks out. Oh, but yeah. who's going to put on a better show? Springsteen, any day of the week. Right, no question. Mm -hmm. He's come in there to entertain. <laughs> Here's the opposite of my Van Morrison experience a few years ago. Steve Earle, and I'm a total Steve Earle nerd. I apologize for that. I'm an unabashed Earle. Oh, I Earl. did a song of his at Soundcheck. Yeah, my old friend, The Blues. Yeah. I was up here jamming out to it. Oh, Believe cool. you me. Yeah, he was. Um, I don't even know you. why I did that. I yeah. must have cinched your energy. Total total Earl nerd. And Earl, look at it, and you know this, and you've probably collided with him over the, I don't mean collided, we ran into him over the years on the road. He's up and down. He has his moments. Plays Fred Rock over here, Capital City. You're playing there later this week. Comes out, there's about 6,000 people in an open field. It's a rock fest. He starts off with Copperhead Road, busts into Guitar Town, and rips through Someday. And he literally says, as he's looking back at the boys, anyone who came to see those three songs, there you go. And then they went deep. Like, album nice. three cut nine, and then album five cut four. And I'm like, yes! 
That's cool. Uh, absolutely. So here I am talking to both sides of my mouth. I'm pissed off at Van Morrison because he didn't give me the goods on Brown Eyed Girl, but I'm loving Earl because he's doing track Deeper eight. cuts. Right. Loving it. That's probably a smart way to go about it. Yeah. And, but, and he did it, and he, he drew that line in the sand. If you were here to see those three, because those are, pardon me, that's the holy trinity in the Earl canon, right? For the, for the for that's that's the radio Steve Earl right there. Guitar there's Town someday, and there's another edit. And no, that's just Rose. a metaphor. What did he say? I said the holy trinity, but my, my oh, bad. So, there's an edit. Yeah, Paul and I, the lapsed Catholics, that we are blessing ourselves right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, it's good to reconnect and uh, all so the best. great talking to you guys. I love your podcast now. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you. And, yeah, and it was so good to have on. you back. And, and I appreciate you taking the time. You didn't have to do this. I, I know to. And you're, you're here for the show, and we're so looking forward to it. God bless you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> get, no, get I mean it when I say that. I and, meant and, it. And listen, uh, we we knew this conversation was going to go this way yeah. because we, you know, God's all through your and faith and your experiences. They're all through your music, right? And you're a beautiful person, beautiful soul. Wish you all the best, and uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, everybody. See you later. Blessings. Blessings.